Yay! So here we are, another episode of Becoming Cosmic You podcast. And today we have Natalie who's going to share a story with you of how she is here and how she's coming to help you beings on this planet Earth. So over to you, Natalie. Hi, Louise. Thank you for inviting me to your podcast. It's uh, great to be here. And uh, thank you for this opportunity to share my story, uh, how um, how I ended up uh, being a psychologist, <laughs> who I am. So uh, right now I'm working in psychology field uh, in CBT, and uh, I am uh, focused on helping overcome addictions because this is uh, where I came from. So I had uh, I had started uh, my life as. Um, um, uh, depressed mm-hmm. uh, person, so I, I, I my all my feelings were uh, deep inside of me. Uh, I was growing up in uh, Moscow, Russia, and um, the society there is uh, really doesn't let you express your true self. I think mm-hmm. it's still like this until this day. So you have to like really follow the rules and regulations uh, in order to fit in the society. So this is how I grew up. It had to like act a certain way and be the certain way. We did not um, have a chance to become something creative, unfortunately. So uh, I was actually growing up as a creative child. I was um, uh, interested in making music, writing novels, and um, I was uh, making uh, garments. Uh, and so I, I wasn't into this type of creativity, but uh, my parents were both uh, professors of economics. They were teaching in a university of economics and they wanted me to uh, be like them, <laughs> to follow the steps and to study economics. So um, this was their uh, vision for my life. And when I was trying to you know, talk to my father that I wanted to be a journalist and I want to travel the world, he told me that first I have to become uh, an, an economist and and then I can be whoever I want, like later in life. So this wow. later, yeah. So so basically, I lived most of my life uh, in somebody else's uh, role, mm. and it led me to um, you know being very uh, like vulnerable uh, to what was going on inside of me because I didn't have my path, I didn't follow my path, so I was just doing what other people told me. And um, so I, I started economics, I got a corporate job, I um, was quite successful in it, and I was actually traveling uh, for business uh, inside Europe. And um, it, it was a, a good life uh, comparing to the other people around me, but uh, I was still missing something. I was uh, really uh, missing the connection uh, and spiritual connection, I think. So I started researching um, books and I fell, into, fell in love with the secret book. Um, and uh, so I started doing these affirmations, meditations, and I was just dreaming of another life where I am free to do what I want. Uh, to do, uh, to travel the world on my own terms, to be financially free to uh, express myself in different ways. So I hated my nine-to-five job. And um, so I, I actually manifested that life. Wow. <laughs> yes, I, um, but um, and not maybe not through my own creativity, but um, I manifested my future husband. My nice. Father. 
<laughs> yes, and um, and um, he was in Russia at the time, uh, looking to um, open a consulting business for the foreigners who wanted to invest in Russia. And it was before the sanctions, before the wars, so it was quite a good time. And uh, so we met by chance, like almost on the street, and uh, we um, started talking. And he told me about his plans. And uh, at this time, I, I would like I would do anything just to stop working, you know, in my job because I was so bored. And my dream was to get out of Russia, go live in uh, some country where I could be free. <laughs> I didn't have to be, you know, like uh, very formal like everyone in Russia. So uh, it was a great opportunity for me to. Um, to, to do that for an escape. So of course I took this opportunity and um, so I worked with, uh, my, with my partner in this business and it was quite successful. It was very successful. We made a lot of money because there was, there was so much demand for the foreigners uh, to invest in Russia in those years. So uh, it was really good, and um, uh, I, I worked mostly online, and I was free to travel. Uh, so I uh, lived a little bit of uh, you know in different countries. I tried living uh, in some countries in Europe, in Asia. Um, it was like really nice uh, until 2014 when uh, the Ukrainian problem has started, uh, mm -hmm. Russia overtook the Crimea and uh, the sanctions began. So we had to like leave Russia and we started looking for a place to go. So we checked like in Spain um, and um, we didn't really like it there. And we decided to move to Miami, mm -hmm. uh, Florida, uh, because uh, well, his dream was to live in the United States and uh, my dream was to live close to the palm trees. <laughs> 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 so we decided to, to go there and uh, we moved there we opened the business there and it was quite uh it, it was quite good but uh, not as uh, like successful as before and also i was uh, like kind of missing my family because um it was far from europe and i i couldn't really fit in in the society in miami because there are a lot of people from latin america and they're um they're fun you know they like parties and uh, you know uh both parties like beautiful life uh, but um, it was still uh, it was like a little bit shallow for me i would say mm. because people came from like very poor countries like colombia cuba and um, you know they had like a certain level of um, education i would say they were not like very spiritual they were religious uh, i would say like in Christian, like they would go to church on sundays but not really spiritual so i was like still missing something and um, i was disconnecting more and more from my partner because he was completely different he was not spiritual at all he was materialistic like to buy a nice house like to have like i don't know two three cars to have a lot of designer clothes you know all all this and um so in the beginning, it was fun and nice because I didn't have that before. But when I, I got all that, you know, all the Gucci, all the Pradas, all the BMWs, you know, whatever you want, you know, Porsche, whatever. Uh, so uh, when I got that, you know, I understand it doesn't bring me joy. Mm -hmm. so, so like it's nice uh, for a week <laughs> after you buy yeah. it. And then, and then you just want something else. So it's mm -hmm. like all the time. So I, I I became addicted to shopping. So I was I would just like you know visit like outlets and malls and like buy more and more and more things, order things online. So um, I I started spending like a lot of money on shopping and um, 
also uh, I started to have a drinking problem mm. because my depression just popped up because when I was like busy making money and building life I didn't have time for that but when I was already like wealthy I didn't have to like work uh, a lot I had so much free time and uh, I found myself like miserable because I was alone I couldn't connect with anyone uh, I had all the money in the world, but I was like tired of traveling alone because mm. my husband was all the time working or uh, like with his business partners or uh, traveling on business meetings. Uh, so um, I was alone and miserable and drinking and, and spending money on uh, just like entertainment clothes and, uh, you know, restaurants. Yeah. So uh, I, I started like searching, um, you know, more. Uh, into spirituality, I read so many different books, and uh, um, you know, I started following uh, you know spiritual leaders and uh, trying to you know uh, get like their wisdom. And um, at that point, I realized that maybe we are not meant to be with my husband, and we separated. So I started mm-hmm. living alone. And uh, uh, I, um, you know, because I wanted to entertain myself, I started going to clubs and parties. Uh, also, I, I, I was thinking, like, I, I want to meet someone else who is more like me and we can explore the spirituality together. So uh, with this, I fell into the drug culture because mm. in Miami, there is a lot of that going on and uh, there is a lot of, uh, you know, drugs going on in, in clubs. So, unfortunately, I fell into the trap, so I started taking drugs, uh, and I was still drinking, so it was really, like, messing up my life, uh, so I, I tried to do, um, I, like, I tried to be spiritual, but that it was, like, all um, based on drugs, so I was, mm-hmm. like, started having, like, uh, weird, <laughs> crazy ideas, and, um, you know, I would try to do some businesses, but, uh, and um, charity, but I was not concentrating because of the influence of drugs and alcohol, I was not, like, really focused, so it was not going well, and it did not bring me um, the fulfillment that I was looking for, so it was really, um, it was really not going well for me in my life, so, uh, at that uh, point, uh, I started like having like just using more and more drugs uh, on a daily basis, and um, I was really like desperate for for a sign, some kind of sign mm. that would show me like what should I do next in my life because I was not happy with anything that I had. Like I worked so much uh, for 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 that, and when I got all that, it was just such a big disappointment. Mm. So uh, I, I really like, and, and so, and I wasn't even religious, so I didn't have anywhere to turn to, like absolutely nothing. Mm. Uh, so uh, one day um, I had a spiritual uh, experience. Uh, I, uh, um, you know, it, it's, it's hard to, to um, for me to understand, was it like a, a, a what happened um, like in my brain or was I under the influence of drugs and alcohol but still uh, it was like so special and I still remember it until now and I don't remember much what happened at the time so it it really like changed my life so at some point uh, I uh, saw uh, like, like the world was coming to an end like the end of the world 
So I'm like in my head there was like a flood because because heavy rain started, and, mm-hmm. and I just realized that it was like the end of the world, and uh, that's it. So um, I was living in a building, uh, and um, I just like started running to to the top of the building, you know, to the roof to to come out and to see what's happening. And um, on my way there, I saw uh, like a hall, a corridor, and two doors there. And uh, so uh, somehow I, I felt that I need to enter one of the of these like rooms. So I went there. And uh, I closed the door behind me and I saw like an empty room and a table and one chair. And there was like uh, windows with glass there. And um, I started seeing like uh, light uh, letters or symbols like in, mm-hmm. in Aramaic or something. I don't know, something like Arabic or Jewish, you know, that type. I don't know what exactly it was. So I, I was just like so surprised and shocked to see that. But then I realized that probably I'm dead and I'm seeing that. So I, so I realized this was like, that's it. My life is over. So I am already like that. And this is like, now is going to be like my judgment day. <laughs> that, is, that is going to, now it's going to decide my destiny where I'm going next. So I realized my life was over and I'm like, but my God, but I didn't do anything in life. You know, I haven't done, I'm sure like I, I, I'm on the edge of something like a huge discovery and I want to do something in my life. I want to, I want to make a difference in the world. You know, I just, I just need another chance. So I just got on my knees and, and I was, I started to pray like, like, please God, give me another chance of life. And uh, I will make sure that, you know, I will live a different life. I will not do drugs anymore and uh, I will just, you know, I will be clean and I will help people also, you know, just give me a sign how I can do it because I, I don't know. I'm trying, mm-hmm. but I don't know how to do it. So after my prayer, so all the signs disappeared and uh, like the sky cleared, the rain stopped and uh, I was like back to my uh, consciousness and I just walked out of this room and I went back to my apartment. And I was just like sitting there trying to realize what, what just happened. Was it like real? Was it my imagination? Was it hallucination? And uh, so I was, I didn't know what it was, but uh, it, it really changed my life. So from like next day, I um, Googled uh, the churches around me and I found the Presbyterian church in Miami. So I went there. I sat on during the... Uh, the mass and uh, how is it? like the, the pastor was talking and I really connected he was saying something uh, uh, and I, I just really like you know I was like crying I remember when he was talking and I was so touched by the words and um, uh, there were bibles there and when I uh, was leaving I took one and I went to the pastor, pastor asking if I can buy this bible so he told me that I could just keep it and, mm-hmm. so, and I was so happy. So I came home with this Bible. I started reading the Bible, and uh, so I really um, found uh, um, like a relief in uh, in reading this, in like reading the story of Jesus Christ, and uh, you know, just like connecting with this history, with this um, spirit, spiritual um, stories that I found there. That it really helped me to. Um, 
to overcome my crisis and uh, to find strength and stop the drugs and stop the alcohol. And uh, little by little, I was uh, trying to overcome my depression, trying my uh, trying to find my uh, my place in the world, and trying to um, you know find how I can help other people. Mm. So. It wasn't a short journey. It was a journey of several years. I tried to work collective churches. I tried doing some charity work. And um, in the end, several years later, uh, there was a COVID pandemic beginning. And I was at the time in Moscow uh, with my grandmother who had dementia. Uh, so I just realized I couldn't leave her alone. And I, I stayed with her. And um, I found a university in Russia that was offering psychological education online. So I joined mm. university, and so during pandemic, I studied psychology, and mm. it really helped me to uh, to understand what's going on with my grandmother, uh, because it was like really hard times also, and it helped me to understand what's uh, going on in my own head and why it's happening. So basically, I I did like a self therapy. Mm. I overcame my depression, my anxiety, all my. Um, uh, you know, all the destructive thoughts that I had in my head. And uh, I really uh, transitioned into becoming a, a therapist because I started taking um, my clients online. First, I worked for free just to uh, do the, like, the, the practice to help people. So, um, yeah, so this is, how, this is how I ended up being a psychologist. So uh, it was uh, like it started for my own spiritual journey and it led me to like looking for a way how I can help other people in their journey. And um, so this is it. Here I am now. Uh, <laughs> thank you for listening to my long wow. story. <laughs> wow, that's beautiful. I love your story. Um, my team want me to share a few messages around what happened in that room if you'd be open to hearing it um because obviously you still have some doubt whether it was real or whatnot and um, basically what happened you were given a chance to reflect on your life in that room yeah all the signs that you saw were actually activations light language activations that are relevant to you and so within that moment you were given these activations but you were also given a life or death situation Right. And we see this a lot in our work. A lot of people step into their gifts or their path when they've had a near-death experience. Now, some people experience this near-death experience physically. You know, either they get, you know, hit by a car or they're in a physical 3D accident. But sometimes people experience these near-death experiences in a vision like you did, or they jumped on a timeline or in their dream space. So what happened to you was very helpful. You were given an activation in light language, which is relevant for you only, right? And then you were given the decision, like live or die, you know? Because the other thing you have to remember is that we are working on timelines, right? And your you there is another version if you're naturally working on that timeline and you're still addicted. You're still addicted to alcohol and drugs and you've got that lifestyle and there's a timeline now. And what happened is you made the decision to jump to a timeline that's got a higher frequency. And that's what happened. Wow. Yes, yes. I can feel it that it was exactly like you're saying. Mm. 
thank you for, for and thank you for giving me this because uh, you know I I try to share what happened with people, uh, mm -hmm. but uh, I was uh, you know not it was not taken well, so I just stopped. So I never mm -hmm. shared it with anyone since since that year. Basically, I didn't talk about it, and uh, I uh, I didn't talk about it on other podcasts either. So like, thank you for giving me this opportunity. Ah, oh, you're so welcome. We love channeling and um unraveling <laughs> things and, and making things clearer. Um, the other thing my team want to just touch on as well is this fact that you know you had the life from the outside, right? You had the money, you had the fast cars, you had the husband that you thought you always wanted, and yet you still said you weren't happy. And like you know, out in the spiritual world and in what we do, I think it's absolutely okay to have many goals and and want got to make sure that your heart's in it as well right and it feels like you just you discovered on your journey that what you thought you wanted wasn't actually what you wanted and and, and that's a really fascinating point that my team really wanted to tell again and just tell people look the main goal shouldn't be just money. It should be fulfillment and happiness. And like you've experienced, Natalie, live in your own truth and who you are and align to your story. And now you get to help other people based on what you've already been through. Like that is that is empowering. Yes, Beautiful. yes, it really is. Yeah. yeah. And like, what would you kind of say to someone who's, maybe listening to this and they're kind of stuck in a similar situation to you, to what you were in, you know, depressed, anxious, you had the shopping addiction. And some people will probably say, well, it can't be the worst thing in the world because, you know, you had all the money and you got to go out shopping like boo-hoo, Natalie. But for you, it was probably causing you more grief, right? Collecting these things that didn't mean anything to you, just the energy of that. So, I'd like to hear about that. Like, what what would you say to people who are in your position, who were in your position? I would uh, advise to everyone uh, to find the purpose uh, in life. Uh, a lot of uh, women um, that were around me find the purpose in children, mm. uh, bringing children. But that's um, that's beautiful. But that shouldn't be the only purpose for a woman because when you put all that, um, all your hopes and desires into children, you're kind of, um, uh, you're not helping them to be themselves. You know, they are, you're actually um, putting all these expectations in them and it will be hard for them to meet your expectations. You know, you should have your own purpose. And uh, for a woman, I believe that educator, it's the most beautiful thing that any woman can be because women are, uh, they're gentle and they're designed to share uh, what they have. Unlike men, they're like strong and they're protective. You know, so mm -hmm. um, I believe that every woman can find uh, her purpose in uh, being an educator in her like group or in her in her um, in her town in her uh, in her country. Like do something that uh, is helping like other people to uh, get uh, the knowledge. Uh, because um, 
uh, you know, when I was uh, wealthy, uh, I, I made a lot of money. So like I, I helped all my like family, I helped all my friends with money. Hmm. So, uh, and I, ha- I just help people with money, but uh, that, um, because I thought I should help them, but they did not make me happy because this money, uh, you know, like once you give someone money, uh, that's it, the person like basically forgets, you know, mm. so because, like once they use the money, that, that's it, it's gone. And it's, it's not like something like lasts forever, unfortunately, although some of them, they're still uh, grateful to me for this, but some turned their backs on me, you know, as soon as the money was spent and, uh, you know, and I really hated the situation. So I thought to myself, I, I don't want to help people with money. I want to help people with wisdom with knowledge, with advice, like whatever, but something uh, that is timeless and then they can always use it in their lives. It, it, it makes much, much bigger value than just helping people, um, you know, with financially. So this is my uh, advice. I find the purpose and something in the educational field. Mm, I love that. Yeah, my team is saying like it's the um, passage from the Bible where you teach people how to fish rather than giving people the fish, you know, you're giving people the tools. And I think that is like um, cosmically what the plan is for the, the the whole collective this year, actually. It's to... people, women, transformational coaches, people who are helping other people, the platform to share their story in that within that story will be so much healing for that people sh- person sharing but then also that person listening as well you know we used to be really good as beings to share stories around like fires and you know all get together and, and help each other whereas now it, it's kind of a bit disjointed so I think that that's spot on like you know using the skills that you have to help other people is is just so beautiful so we thank you for your service here it's it's amazing to hear so thank you so much oh and thank you louise uh, for uh, this conversation it really uh, made a big difference for me uh, to uh, meet a woman with whom i can uh, share this and um, you know i hope the word of wisdom from you so i'm really grateful oh you're so welcome and where can people find you natalie if they want to you know, check out what you do. And um, I know you've got a book, you said, just shop, stop addiction with cognition. Mm-hmm. That's right. So I have a website. Uh, it's nataliemay.com, N-A-T-A-L-I-M-E-I.com. Uh, so there you can read a little bit about me, uh, about my work, how I do. You can also read the um, uh, feedback from uh, the clients who I work with and you can um, read about my book and read a free chapter from my book so uh, I just recently finished it in December the book is called Just Stop Addiction with Cognition and mm-hmm. uh, there I share my tools which I use uh, during my therapy mm-hmm. so uh, I use it not only for addiction I use it to people in general who are stuck who are depressed and they want to change their life so it's an eight-step uh, system of planning your life ahead. So I believe there are eight pillars uh, of life or eight pillars of happiness. They are uh, physiology, psychology, family, uh, career or occupation, finance, uh, society, 
um, environment and um, uh, spirituality. So uh, all those uh, areas are very important. So just like uh, we have eight planets in our solar system, which are all uh, essential for the equilibrium of our system, uh, the same, these eight pillars of life are essential for us uh, to uh, have the equilibrium. Uh, I believe that every person is like the sun. So uh, we need to uh, fill ourselves with love. And when we do, this love will uh, sh shine uh, or, or, and um, uh, light up all the other uh, planets, all the other people around us. So um, I teach uh, in uh, my sessions and also in my book how to plan your life in these uh, eight uh, categories. Uh, I recommend for everyone to plan their life uh, until like the end, <laughs> until the last day, and then um, also like for the 10 years and for the five years and for the next year. And uh, always to come back to this planner and to review these uh, goals which you have, because sometimes you start doing something only to realize that it's not for you, which is absolutely okay, because if you don't do it, you will never know it's, if it's for you or it's not for you. Just like for me, I had to go through this materialistic uh, period in my life to realize that it's not for me. I want to be an educator. I don't want to be a financial mogul. <laughs> it's not for me. Yeah so, um, yeah, so all this is on my website. And so please feel free to contact me from the website and um, also to uh, purchase my book. I hope uh, it's going to be very helpful for many people. Beautiful. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, I'm just going to check with my team to see if they've got any other questions for you. Is there anything you want me to ask? No. Okay, they said no. So um, is, are there any other messages you want to share, Natalie, before we wrap up? Uh, just uh, one more time, I would like to remind uh, people and women especially that uh, happiness starts with self-love. It's the most important thing that we, and we should really cultivate it because um, many of us are brought up by uh, parents who don't know that what love is either because their parents did not teach us. So it's like a generational um, uh, absence of, of self-love, which we carry uh, for centuries. And um, uh, it's really sad to see how many people are seeking the, the external love and validation. And that's why there are so many addictions. There are so many uh, psychological issues uh, now that we live in the world of abundance. But still, uh, so many people are, are unhappy. So mm -hmm. uh, I, I recommend for everyone to uh, really take care of themselves and to fill this, to fill this gap. Uh, of love, not from outside, not from uh, other people, not from material things, but from um, from from the love for yourself, for, for like taking care of yourself. Mm, yeah, I love that because you can't fill from an empty cup. You have to give from the overflow, right? That's a really important point. So thank you for sharing that with our audience and I just want to thank our readers and our listeners and our watchers for tuning in to yet another Becoming Cosmically You podcast so what we'll do Natalie is we'll share this podcast and we'll share your links to your book and your website all the things so people know where to find you and I'll just start recording now and then we'll have a little chat so thank you so much for being here and all the beautiful work that you're doing to help people through their addictions and realize that self-love and how important it is so 
Thank you so much. Thank you, Louise. It was a pleasure being with you. So thank you so much. Thank you.